was scary because you know, they could have all said no and you know, have to be kind of back to zero. But luckily, one of them took a chance on me and offered me assistance. That is how I really paid my uh, master's degree. So I worked in this professor's lab. Over time, I did my research there, my master's thesis there, and, and was able to graduate. This story is really an example of networking. At that time, I didn't know, but I was networking already. This is Expectations Defined, a space to get tips, get advice, get a different perspective to enable you to get ahead. All of which is drawn from my experiences growing up in the Gambia, to getting a PhD from one of the world's top universities, and working in corporate America for Fortune 500 companies. I am Dr. Usman Mahmoud. I am a black immigrant Muslim scientist living in the United States. In this episode, I talk about networking. I will discuss how I built and expanded my network, the power of networking itself, and where to find networking opportunities, how to network, and I will also have some action items at the end to follow up on. Let's start with a story from 2009. I was freshly out of undergrad just had my bachelor's degree in biology and my plan was to pursue a master's degree at that time but i was admitted to a university um, jackson state university in mississippi but there was no funding available and funding here would be either financial aid or scholarship or assistance so what did i do how did i get by there how did i get through and um, get funding one day in September, just a few days or maybe a week or so before school started, I drove to the Jackson State campus, uh, packed all my belongings in the car. At that time, I had around $2,000 to my name. And I went from, when I got to the campus, I went from each professor's office. I had a list of all the professors that were in the department I was supposed to start in. Um, and most of these professors had labs, so they had grants and they could provide me with assistance. So I went from one professor to another and talked to them um, and tell them why I came and you know I needed funding to um, pursue my master's degree. And it was scary because you know they could have all said no and you know I have to be kind of back to zero. But luckily, one of them took a chance on me and offered me assistance. And that is how I really paid off paid my uh, master's degree. Um, so I worked in this um, professor's lab and then over time I did my research there, my, my master's thesis there and, and was able to graduate. This story is really an example of networking. At that time I didn't know but I was networking already. Um, going from one professor's office to another telling them this is what I needed and I needed help with. Now I have intentionally built networking into my day-to-day. Going to job offers. All the jobs I've had, um, all the offers came from uh, LinkedIn, which is a huge networking platform. I think without the power of networking, without knowing how to navigate LinkedIn, I wouldn't have had these job offers. I have to be grateful for my network. This is another power where I had to make these little decisions that can make really great impact. And having the guidance of mentors from my network really helped me. Going way back, even before my undergrad, I didn't have any individuals with the STEM background in my network. And, and being able to build a network helped me leverage that type of background. Because now I have professors that I know or have been in their labs 
that have that background and they can help me if the, the need arises. And I would say the network has really helped me advance my personal and career growth. I mean, they've been a source of job opportunities, as I mentioned. They've been a source of career advice, um, a source of mentors, references, and, and, and lifelong lifelong friends. And just over these holidays, I um, reached back to my professor from my master's degree days, the same one that offered me assistance. And he was very happy to hear from me, to hear that I'm doing well. And I think without a network, I would have not had um, that opportunity. So how do you build and maintain your network? For me, the foundation of a network is people or individuals you've interacted with before. This could be family members, classmates, schoolmates, former professors, just like I said, mentors, co-workers, past and present, and colleagues from maybe you did an internship or, or you, you, you went on a, did a volunteering gig. These are all individuals that can be in your network. And it's not an exhaustive list just to get you started. When you have this network, you also have to make sure um, you maintain the network. And maintaining the network involves regularly keeping in touch. You could, for example, send holiday greetings. You could send career updates. You could congratulate people in your network on their achievements or accomplishments. You can meet up, have lunch, have coffee, um, or you can help someone in your in your network any, any way you can. Where would you find networking opportunities? Now you might ask. Well, the typical ones at events such as career symposiums, career fairs, um, you know, and there are events that are specifically set up for networking. They are called networking events. Um, it could be conferences. In the U.S., you can definitely find networking opportunities by just searching specific areas of interest on Google plus your location. So let's say you were interested in genomic professionals. You could say genomics networking events and see what pops up. There is um, a website called EventBridge and EventBridge does offer a lot of networking opportunities. Um, there's a, another platform called Meetups and even Facebook, the, the event section of Facebook do, does list, list a lot of um, networking um, events or, or networking related events. For me, one of the best practices I have is um, I intentionally attend at least one networking event every month. You never know who you can connect with or maybe someone you've connected with before you 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 can meet them at, at these events i should also mention that the most powerful networking platform is linkedin it has over 500 million members and i definitely recommend linkedin to find individuals of interest to connect with for example you can search for your college's alumni that are located in massachusetts or you know, your alumni that are located in the Gambia, for example. You can even find individuals from your hometown by just searching LinkedIn, for example, and you can connect with them. Um, you can use informational interviews to network with individuals that are in an area of interest. And in informational interviews are a means to gather advice and gather information from experienced professionals. And LinkedIn here is a great platform for informational interviews and I have utilized personally utilized this when I reached out to um, alumni while I was doing my PhD the the department I was in the alumni I reached out to those that were on on LinkedIn to get a sense of career opportunities that are available for individuals with a PhD in genetics which is what I have make sure like I said before to keep track of your network 
you can set up your own method to keep track. I usually email my network, especially those that have played a significant role in my growth periodically, like every year once or, or even more frequent than that. When it comes to how to network, you can take different approaches. I have approached individuals directly with a networking pitch, which is something like a two-minute statement to start the conversation. And the pitch could be about my background, my career goals, my experience, or anything worth sharing. But I usually tailor it to the person I'm talking to. Really, the, you can think of the aim of the pitch to get the conversation going. I have used informational interviews, as I mentioned before, to network. Another way I have networked is by asking co-acquaintance, someone that knows the person I want to network with to introduce me so I can network with them. I mean, there are also networking scripts you can use and this helps you communicate with, with potential um, network contacts. But just go with the networking approach that works best for you. To conclude this podcast, I would state a few action items to follow up, at least one of these action items. If you haven't started already, start building your network. If you have a network, make sure you maintain the network and expand the network. And work on improving your networking skills. Okay, thank you very much for listening.